What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph podcast. I think I'm getting a hand a handle on the uh, microphone gain uh, with this new uh, new camera system that I have. Just had to interface the microphone appropriately. The sound was way off in the last couple of episodes, but uh, I think I'm getting it improved. So, which is a good thing. So, welcome to the show. Uh, today's question is: Does TI, also known as introverted thinking, determine intelligence, which is actually a pretty complex question, and I'm very happy it was asked. So thank you to the Acolyte member who asked the question, which is pretty uh, awesome. It's so interesting to me because, like, you know, oftentimes people talk about INTJs being part of the master race, and but INTJs actually almost entirely lack introverted thinking. It's their critic function, uh, whereas their extroverted thinking, which is rationale, uh, which is not TI, which is not logic, rationale, it's their second highest function, psychologically speaking, coming in at about 75 frames a second, hitting their brain. So that's pretty cool, but is that necessarily what intelligence is? <coughs> or... Uh, is intelligence more related to if then, if this then that, if this then that, if then thinking, Boolean thinking? Is that is that more on intelligence? But I don't I don't think that's really like what uh, the answer is. You know I I understand that like when it comes down to it, you know introverted thinking, as I've stated many times in the past, ultimately it's the closest to the truth. Uh, out of all of the judgment functions, uh, but that does not necessarily mean it is the truth. It's the function that can reach the truth the quickest and the fastest and is the most likely to reach the truth. But does that necessarily mean intelligence? No, it's just, it's just basically true-false thinking. Now, before I get further into this episode, let's actually like give an example, and it's the traditional example of what TI versus TE actually is. Expert thinking, or TE, it's like in your brain you have like 10 tables with 10 thoughts lined up at each of those tables and each of those tables is determining each of those individual 10 thoughts at, per table for a total of 100 thoughts and they're going true false true false to each of those thoughts at each of those tables and then a collection of the total true false votes is taken up and then majority rules and that ends up being uh, so if the majority of the thoughts are uh, judged uh, and the thoughts are very similar by the way majority of the thoughts are judged as false then the decision will be considered false if the majority of the thoughts are considered true then uh, the decision would be true basically whereas the TI user has a table of 100 different thoughts basically they're not really that similar they can be similar there's no requirement of it being similar but they have 100 thoughts and they're going true, false, true, false, true, false in rapid speed. And that queue of 100 thoughts eventually gets to zero. And they've just made, what, 100 true, false decisions super quick. So that on paper is basically how extroverted thinking and introverted thinking actually work inside of the heads of people. Like an extroverted thinker is basically trying to weigh things out with their introverted feeling, basically. And they look at all of the data points collected by the similar thoughts, and they're just true-falsing all of them, and then making like a, a majority decision based on the weight. It's like a weighted decision. Whereas 
a TI user is looking at, uh, you know, thinking in terms of case-by-case -case basis or specific use cases and doing true-false per thought on the fly, basically. So it's one table and it's a bunch of thoughts, but it's going true-false super quickly and getting through all those thoughts at once. And that is basically the difference between the two. My question to the audience is, is like, well, how does this mean someone is more intelligent than the other? It really doesn't. Especially when you have TI tricksters out there like ENFPs, like, like um, Ty Lopez, he's an ENFP, and he's in Mensa. He got into Mensa. You know, in Mensa, you have to have, like, score really high on the IQ test for them to be able to be added into Mensa, etc. And uh, I also have an ESTP friend of mine who just recently got into Mensa. Uh, his name's Dwayne. Shout out to you, Dwayne. Congratulations on your accomplishment. You're a pretty dope dude. And I know some other TI tricksters out there. I know an ESFP who's actually in, uh, in Mensa as well. You know, and I'm not here to say, like, the IQ test is definitely a good way to determine or measure a person's intelligence. It's just basically what we have, and that's basically all we use, you know. But I don't, I don't think that's really, that's really true. And then you have people like Tony, who's on the Discord server, uh, especially in the CS Verified uh, private area of the Discord server, talking about how, you know, you have people who are street smart versus people who are book smart, right? And that turned into a fascinating uh, discussion that we had uh, almost to the level of debate that we had uh, in the general uh, verified chat in the CS Verified section of the server. You can only get access to that server if you, uh, like, you can only get access to it if uh, you you've paid for your session and you've been uh, verified by me or somebody on our coaching staff based on what your type is and then you have access to that private chat where all the verified users uh, discuss things and are asked to do things and participate uh, in studies or questions you know provided by the staff members of the community and continue their community-based contributions okay so it's, it's pretty cool uh, to have that opportunity if you want to learn more about becoming CS verified and getting your type verified by me or a member of our coaching staff go to csjoseph.life forward slash coaching which by the way we recently uh, released our octogram uh, coaching product so you, if you guys want to get your human nurture dialed in and know what your octogram is especially because we've just recently developed a new octogram grid which is not yet uh, available um, that's also available uh, for sale now at csjoseph.life forward slash coaching so if you want to get your octogram you get verified uh, your octogram and then guess what? Your octogram is there and available uh, to you as a role uh, on the Discord server. And the only way to get that verified role for your octogram is, is through that process. So you might want to check that out. That being said, does TI indicate intelligence? Not necessarily. Really not necessarily. That's not really what intelligence actually is. It's just, in my opinion, like... It's easier for TI users to be intelligent than TE users because TE users, like for example, ESTJs and INFPs, they struggle with being credulous. Credulous is when uh, you outsource your thinking to people of authority or authorities, basically, or what's socially acceptable or what's what's considered, uh, you know, the authority on a particular subject. So they yield their thinking or outsource their thinking to those authorities, basically. Um, that way they don't have to spend as much time or effort thinking about things themselves, which is a form of being credulous or credulity. 
as that is one of their uh, poles uh, specific uh, to their temple wheel, which we've been discussing temples a lot at csjoseph.life forward slash members in the members area. You can log into Journeyman at the members portal at csjoseph.life forward slash portal and actually get into the Deadly Sin lectures. Although we have been going in deep on uh, cognitive origins, a little bit, touching a little bit more on Deadly Sin and Living Virtue, but also going in deep on the shadow pole and the aspiration pole of the temple wheels. We've been analyzing the temple wheels uh, and uh, making that available in our season 18, uh, in our newest episodes of season 18 uh, in the members area. Now we are releasing one episode of season 18 per month right now out there and that's cool and people are liking season 18 uh but there's like two years of season 18 available out there right now and as we add season 18 into the members area we're taking like the oldest episode and releasing the public so i mean sure if you want to wait around two years yeah you can you can see uh you can see that content but until then it's probably <laughs> probably not going to uh, happen for a long time so if you want to see the entire entirety of season 18 and get up to date which i highly recommend because it's season 18 is cognitive mechanics where we're going through every single detail of the science in depth and then putting it together in one place and then releasing it you'll have the opportunity to uh, to actually get educated and be ahead of basically anyone else within the ego hacker community that which is pretty awesome so but does TI, does, uh, does TI indicate intelligence? Really, the answer is no. Um, but let's, let's discuss why. Let's discuss why the answer is no. And the, and the reason why, it's something called premise. Premise. Premise is everything. So TI users have a huge weakness. It's a huge weakness. And every TI user has this. Yes, technically they have Boolean thinking. Yes, they do. They think in terms of if this, then that. And because it's basically logic, they have the best opportunity to arrive at what is true and they can go about it intelligently. But that's not to say that they can't go about it unintelligently. And I see this consistently with TI hero and TI child. Uh, they're especially, they are especially weak to the problem of premise. So in order for logic to actually even be remotely useful as a way of thinking, in order to actually use log logic, you have to have a premise that you make the assumption is true. Because then it's like, okay, well, hold on. If the XYZ thing is true, then that means this other thing could be true, or this other thing is true, or this other thing is false, or could be false, basically. And that's how a TI user is able to arrive at their conclusion. But what happens to a TI user when the original premise that they are assuming, because it's still based on an assumption at the end of the day, that's why TI users have the biggest problem with assumption. It's one of the things that really bothers extroverted thinkers about introverted thinkers. It's because... Extroverted thinkers have this thing where they go out of the way to not make any assumption. Unless, of course, they're being credulous, like ESTJs and INFPs. And that's not to say if the other TE users aren't credulous as well. They can be credulous and outsource their thinking to others because it makes things easier on them. But ESTJs and INFPs have the biggest problem when it comes to being credulous. But the issue is, is that TE users, extroverted thinkers... You know, the, the INFPs, the ESTJs, the ISTJs, the ENFPs, the ESFPs, the INTJs, the ENTJs, uh, and the ISFPs of the world, 
the eight extroverted thinkers, they really don't make assumptions. They really don't. I mean, they, they again, they can if they're being credulous, but if they're not being credulous, they don't really make assumptions. Whereas TI users make assumptions all the time. In fact, TI users basically make assumptions 100% of the time. So if they're making assumptions, does that necessarily mean they're being intelligent? No. No. And I'm going to be providing my definition of intelligence at the end. Um, and it's, it's a little bit different than what most people think. So let's discuss how and why that is, right? How and why that is. Oh, I got to get over to like the fire tonight. I think I'm going to fill my next episode next to a nice, warm, cozy fire. So, assumption. Assumption ends up becoming a problem. Because, like, in order for an introverted thinker to actually, like, draw conclusions, they have to assume something is true. And this is where extroverted feeling comes in, because extroverted feeling is on axis with introverted thinking. And extroverted feeling... The problem with TI users is that a lot of their assumptions oftentimes are based on what is already socially acceptable. Because from their perspective, if something is already socially acceptable, then it's more likely to be true. And because there's a likelihood with something being true, they're willing to take the risk, more often than extroverted thinkers, they're willing to take the risk of assuming XYZ thing, whatever it is, is true. And then they draw additional conclusions by doing comparing and contrasting to individual things on a case-by-case basis. If this is true, then that is true. If this is false, then that is false. If this is true, that means that is false. If this is false, then that means that's true, basically. And it's all about that if. That first if is ultimately, at the end of the day, an assumption. Well, what happens when that assumption, that initial premise, is actually false? That basically means their entire logical chain of thinking of which they've drawn their conclusions are all entirely false. They're completely false. Which means TI users are at huge risk of being ignorant based on false premise. Huge. If, they're, if the input that they're being given is, is bad, and the, and, you know, the premise is technically a form of input, then ultimately they're going to draw really bad conclusions. And we see this all the time. For example, uh, the most recent example that we saw on the uh, Ego Hacker uh, Discord server, which was excellent, and uh, I kind of feel a little bit bad for picking on uh, Blessed, the uh, INTP in the uh, community, but shout out to her. Shout out to you, Blessed. Uh, blessed without a name or Blessed with a name is uh, her name on the Discord server. But she started talking about how powerful and how valuable the vote is from a political perspective. And she made the assumption that your vote, especially in Western society, your vote matters. Well, let's be honest, that's, that's actually false. That's, that's a false premise. But she was making the assumption, as a TI user would, that that is a true premise and that everyone's vote actually matters. Well, especially doesn't matter, you know, in the American voting system. We don't even have voter ID or voter ID registration. It's something that Americans absolutely have to have. Because, let's be honest, the American voting system is entirely corrupt. It is, uh, it is so easy to cheat in, uh, in American voting. And, <laughs> you know, voter ID registration would prevent that. Of course, you know, if everyone was required to have a voter ID in order to vote, well... <laughs> 
Well, then I guess that would mean uh, a lot of uh, politicians out there would lose their constituency entirely because there are people out there who don't have social security numbers that would be required uh, to actually give themselves a voter registration ID, unlike what Europe has. Now, Blessed could argue that because they have voter ID registration, you know, then their votes would matter more. And I would agree with her. That would technically be true. But overall... A voting system is basically inherently corrupt within Western society. It doesn't matter where you are, be it Europe, the UK, Canada, or the United States, or Australia, New Zealand, anywhere within Western society, and all those locations count as uh, Western society. It's just, it's just not the case. And one of the, best, one of the best reasons that I can state why that is the case, why this is a false premise, is because, for example, um, like Americans... Americans have the right to elect somebody, but they do not have the right to select somebody. Other people actually select the pool of candidates, and Americans are forced to choose from that pool of candidates. But Americans have zero say in terms of who actually becomes a candidate, and that is how the system is rigged. That is how American votes actually truly don't matter. If Americans had the right of selection, then votes would actually potentially matter. But then again, you're getting into the argument between, okay, you know, should everything be decided by popular vote, yes or no? And the answer is no. Not everything should be decided by popular vote. In fact, I think the fewer things decided by popular vote, the better, because then you're leaving yourself open to mob mentality. And mob mentality is a huge problem. This is described by Gustave Le Bon's uh, book, The Crowd, and then his protege, Edward Bernays, his book, Propaganda. And then his protege, Douglas Murray, in his book, uh, The Madness of Crowds, which I highly recommend everyone read to get educated on this particular subject. So, that's a big deal. Very big deal. But ultimately, like, you know, anyone who has, you know, basic street smarts, for example, will tell you that you shouldn't be putting your faith into a voting system. So, ultimately, you know, her premise... Her premise is false. But because she assumed it was true, she's talking about all the benefits of voting and how, you know, if you didn't vote, then, you know, you're, you're, not, in, you're not taking responsibility and you, can't, you have no right to complain about this particular situation. But then there are people like me out there who are like, well, my vote doesn't actually matter anyway. Let's be honest. It doesn't. And because my vote doesn't matter, then, you know, it doesn't matter if I complain or not. It really doesn't matter. You know, like... Short of a massive change to the American voting system, for example. And I know that, you know, she's from Europe and things are a little bit different there. But I'm just, you know, being selfish and using my uh, personal or bias, I guess, using my personal, uh, my personal experience here as an, as an SI user, you know, with the premise, you know, hey, well, yeah, sure. That may be true. And I don't think it's true in your situation in, in, in Europe. But it is absolutely not true over here in America. And for you to argue that everyone's vote matters regardless of where you are in the, on the earth, and that may not be her intention, but that, that's how she came off. But she has expert-sensing tricksters, so who knows? Um, they're not really aware of how they come off in conversation. You know, it, it's still an issue. And this is what bothers experted thinkers about introverted thinkers constantly. Because when false premise gets in the way, it means all of the TI users' conclusions are inherently false. This is why expert thinkers exist. Experted thinkers exist to provide valuable input to TI users to make those decisions. And without, without that input, without good input, a TI user is always at risk of false premise. Not only that, 
TA users, TI users can end up having additional problems from there that leads to TI ignorance. And I've talked about this before, especially in the members area, uh, where like TI users, you know, the ignorance of TI, I think I have an entire cutting edge episode devoted to this. But in summary, um, the ignorance of TI is like, you know, they end up making decisions based on preferred premise or preferred input, which is basically an echo chamber. TI users will put themselves in an echo chamber. When you put a bunch of TI users in the same room, then it becomes an echo chamber, and that's just horrible. It's one of the reasons we have... It's one of the reasons we have the Discord server for the Ego Hacker community in order to facilitate not having an echo chamber so that the opinions and the input provided by the TE users are actually considered heavily by the TI users and it prevents that phenomenon of an echo chamber from occurring in the first place. And that's very important. It's, it's, it's insanely important. You know, most people don't realize like how important that actually is. Even though like anytime, like for example, we had some guy recently who was spamming in chat and then our bot automatically muted him on the server because he was spamming. Then he sends me a, a direct message telling me how much of a piece of crap I am because I'm promoting an echo chamber taking his voice away and then he left the server. And I'm like, okay, dude, you were spamming and you got muted for it. That's not my fault, but you want to blame me for having an echo chamber anyway? Okay, little TE user, whatever. I guess your voice really wasn't that valuable if you lacked the patience to see what you did on your own to cause that consequence of you getting muted. So I don't know. You brought it upon yourself, man. But TE users, it's their job. It is the job of a TE user, basically. It is their requirement. It is, it is necessary for a TE user to be around to provide valuable input so that TI users can avoid having the echo chamber by making sure that their premise is on track. Another way that TI users can be ignorant is through relying on old input or outdated information for decision making. And this is a very covert way of ignorance that TI users can become ignorant. And oftentimes TI users, especially if they're not around TE users enough, especially the TI users that are like introverted, you know, like TI heroes, they're both introverted. They're not around people enough to be, to be getting healthy or numerous amounts of input so that their thinking becomes stale. TI heroes constantly have this problem of becoming stale thinkers, which also leads to ignorance, which is also ultimately unintelligent, right? Because they're not being accurate. So this is some of the hangups that come along with being a TI user. So does TI actually mean like they're like intelligent? No. No, not necessarily. But here is the definition of intelligence. Here is how I would say what is intelligence between an extroverted thinker and an introverted thinker. What is it? And I believe, I think, and I, and I, and I think this is true, it's based on how responsible the extroverted thinker is and how responsible the introverted thinker is. If the extroverted thinker is constantly surveying and taking in data constantly, and weighing out that data to have a valuable opinion and they're doing it in a responsible and unbiased way, they're on the path to intelligence. If a TI user 
is going out of their way to listen to multiple forms of input and avoiding that risk of false premise, avoiding echo chamber, avoiding thinking on old information and having stale thinking, they are on the path to intelligence. So an extroverted thinker and an introverted thinker both equally have the ability to become very intelligent people. But it's based on whether or not they themselves are actually going to be responsible in their thinking. That's the whole point. So I maintain intelligence isn't whether or not you're an extroverted thinker. Intelligence isn't whether or not you're an introverted thinker. Intelligence isn't whether or not you have extroverted thinking trickster or introverted thinking trickster. That's not what it is. Intelligence is literally based on whether or not you are responsible with managing your own thinking as an extroverted thinker or an introverted thinker. It's even biblical. Solomon said in the book of Proverbs, you know, a wise man is a man who has many counselors. And he was a TI parent. He's a TI user. So even he's saying how important the value is of getting a lot of different input from a lot of different sources in order to make sure that his logic is right and proper so that he is not at risk of being in an echo chamber, so that he is not at risk of having stale thinking, okay? So let's take that lesson from the wisest man who walks the earth as TI users and understand the implication that's being taught there. That's super mega important, right? We should be prioritizing that as TI users. So anyway, folks, that's how I'd answer that question. So thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.